Hello and welcome back to Keep Calm and Carry On Season 2. Can you believe it? Well, we're well in the swing of things now. And today I have a guest that will not disappoint. Wow, he's been entertaining us over this whole year of craziness on Zoom. He's done things at his local theatre. He's been streaming. He's been doing Facebook Lives. Some of you will know him from X Factor Days, um, our little Geordie friend, and just what a dreamboat of a voice he has. But we'll get to him in just a moment. I want to know what you guys have been up to this week. How's it been going? I've moved house, and it's been a little crazy. I feel like I lost a few days, but it's been great, and I have a new setup now, so I can do lots more podcasts and lots more things to entertain you. I've even got my own little there live stream set up so who knows maybe i'll do a few little shows for you in the future so to my special guest today he's from x factor he is a voice of dreams we did a little live uh, duet together over the uh, lockdown but um he's a dear friend and i can't wait for you to hear this chat please welcome joe mckeldry so excited to have you with me and you know fresh off your little trip you've been camping uh, yeah well I, I feel like it's the only kind of holiday we can all do at the moment without um isn't it well unless you choose to leave the country but you know I've got um my grandma's high risk in terms of she's still kind of in isolation um yeah. so we just decided to kind of scrap all abroad holidays and just try and keep as safe as possible so yeah um it was nice, apart from the weather. It was a bit of a washout. <laughs> <laughs> Camping's quite hard in the rain, although your your social media videos have just made my <laughs> lockdown. You in your Superman suit going, like, canoeing or whatever you were doing, I, doing full-on routines coming out the water, made my day. I laughed out loud for, for ages. It just made my day. Well, I, I always think if anybody anybody who's been camping knows the kind of... If you get a week <laughs> of bad weather, everything that I posted on my Instagram, it kind of sums up what happens if, if it all goes wrong. So I thought, you know what... I mean, I, I, I was kind of misleading because I was staying in a lovely camper van, um, and that was that was actually me auntie's tent. But um, still, we were still surrounded by water, so I thought I'm just gonna. This is kind of like good Instagram content. Oh, it was brilliant! <laughs> it was so brilliant. Well, it, it, well, you know, talking about, I want to talk to you about lots and lots of things. I mean, obviously, we've known each other for quite a while now and done various performances, and you know, we've 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 recorded and done all that stuff but um I I want to talk to you about lockdown yeah. to start with and how how has it been for you I mean you've been so proactive and got on social media and you've done you know your live sessions you've done some amazing things like supported your local theater when you could finally go in and do a performance yeah. and we did something together which was amazing how has it been for you? Because you've been so busy, like for your entire career, and to suddenly stop yeah. and have this moment, kind of, or this the industry stop and have yeah. these opportunities taken away. How's it been? Um, it's been it, it's been kind of a real positive and a real negative because I think obviously as performers, you know, we both understand the kind of effect it's had on the industry. So it's hard to kind of sit 
and be like, oh, everything's great and it's wonderful and I've had time off because, yes, I do feel like that in one sense, but then I have loads of friends that, you know, I'm fortunate because of the opportunities that I've had that I do have a platform and I can generate kind of my own things and, you know, I've been lucky to do a few outdoor things as well and online things like you mentioned, but at the same time, it's like it's difficult hearing stories of friends who are really struggling um, mm. and, and you know, and 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 producers and performers and musicians and it doesn't just and people box office staff that work in theatres yeah. that you've travelled to so on that so many people isn't it yeah um but in terms of like me personally um at first it was amazing like I was literally like wow I've never spent this much time in your own house it was nice to have a bit of time off um mm. drank way too much gin um <laughs> <laughs> I think we all did yeah I think every the world did yeah and then and then after about eight weeks I kind of had a little bit of a wobble and I was a bit like oh this is like what's the plan I've got no plan mm. and and I kind of you know, you know me and you're a little bit similar. We're always kind of doing one thing and knowing that we're going on the next thing. And like yeah. my year is always mapped out. So for the first eight weeks, it was nice. And then it got a little bit like, oh, what am I doing? But then I just kind of yeah. thought, you know what, listen, get online. Let's just do some online things. Let's do things that I haven't done before. And I've just tried to keep busy. I think as long as you mm. can kind of keep your mind busy and active, then it stops you kind of having that like, oh, like what's going on, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, it's been amazing. And t- the the show that you did for your local theatre, which yeah. I thought was amazing. I mean, that came at a time where I think we could start to go out, couldn't we? But it was still, we were still kind of in lockdown. But you, you put on this show. Um, yeah. Talk to me about this show because you'll probably explain it better than I did. And you raised some money. It was just, yeah. it was awesome. Well, so we did one right at the beginning before kind of the official lockdown happened the week before. We did this kind of live into your living room and it was just as the theatres were kind of closing, but they hadn't been forced to. So it was a little bit of a, it was a limbo. Then it got to June. It was June the 16th, my birthday. And everyone was like, what are you doing for your birthday? And I was like, I can't do anything. Like mm. anything where I, you could only have like six people in your garden. And then yeah. I was like, that's going to cause all sorts of problems with friends. <laughs> you have to choose. <laughs> You've got to yeah. choose. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I thought, why not do a show in the theatre? And it was all within the guidelines we were allowed. So we did this live stream of just like music, quizzes. Me and you, we we, we recorded a duet to, um, to play out on there. And um, yeah, and I just thought, well, I can't you know, I can't have an audience there. So how about we just make them kind of donate if they want to? And I thought, you know, maybe if we can raise um, a thousand pound for the theatre, it would be nice. And we ended up getting, we ended up getting about, I think it was like 9,700. So yeah. That's amazing. um, And it's just a way to help because, you know, I think, as you know, um, local theatre is kind of the avenue in for a lot of performers. And and I know that they struggle in the customs house, which is my local theatre. And I thought it would be a real shame if because of COVID that has to close. So hopefully, yeah. fingers crossed, it's helped them in some way. I think it has, but we'd, we we won't know until until they can open properly again. Yeah, absolutely. So where were you at when, you know, lockdown hit? What were you, were you doing a show or were you, were you like you say, your, your, your year is usually super busy. Yeah. Well, so I actually was doing it, um, the, the night it kind of all started to come, because remember, there was that funny week, wasn't there, where we were like, <laughs> yes. everyone was a bit like, kind of making a joke about it, being like, oh, it's not going to happen here, don't be ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was actually at Cadogan Hall in London doing a concert, <gasps> oh. and um, yeah, beautiful venue, mm. and um, 
And we got, off, and all of a sudden, within like, we were halfway through the show, and in the interval, there was this like announcement on the tannoy, and they were like, everybody who's not backstage, who's not in the show, needs to leave. Nobody's allowed to go out of stage door, because I think they'd done the first kind of official, this is happening, get ready. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I was due to go in the studio the next day to start recording some some album songs. Um <sighs> And the sound engineer text midway through the show and said, listen, I don't want to panic you, but I've got a temperature. I've got a sore throat. And I was just like, listen. Don't worry just, about it. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's Yeah, let's scrap it all. And also I was starting to think, listen, I need to go home because I don't really want to be stuck somewhere when there's this mad yeah. rush of people. Mm. So um, I jumped straight on the train the next morning, came home, and obviously I thought, I'll see you all in three weeks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> L- yeah. Little did I know. Um, so yeah, I was, I was bang in the middle. So, um, and luckily... In terms of like live stuff, I'd planned to take the first half of the year to record an album. Mm. Um, so I had a few kind of pre-booked things in, but nothing that majorly um, had to be rescheduled up until now. And then obviously I was due to go on to a September, October. We've had to push all that till next year. But you know what? I think for me, that's fine. I can deal with that. I know I'm still going to get to do that next year. And I think I, you just have to be thankful you're healthy. You know, I've heard yeah. some horror stories and yeah. I know it's easier said than done, but at the minute, we just got to be trying to keep us healthy and, and mentally healthy as possible yes. as well. Well, I, talking about that, I mean, you are you're really good with your fitness as well. I mean, you've been yeah. again, you've been doing some cracking things on social media, and it is for me. You know, I I, I love my fitness. It's part of keeping me mentally fit and physically fit. Yeah. And it seems something quite on your radar. And you seem to be pretty active, and when especially when you're not doing a show, you're not. You're not yeah. having that physicality of a show. So where's that come from? Is it, has it been a, a conscious thing to to keep fit and to, or has it always been part of your regime or where's that come I've from? All, I mean, I've got quite a like sporty family. We're quite like into kind of outdoor activities and stuff. Mm. But to be completely honest, I just love food too much. That's the problem. <laughs> and, I, <laughs> and I think, and I think, Listen, if you want to stuff your face and go on nights out and drink out, then you've got to do something to balance yeah, that out. Yeah. Um, and also, you know, on a more serious note, I think you'll get this as well as a performer. It's part of your job to be of a certain fitness to kind yeah. of withstand a, a heavy schedule of doing eight shows. And I think people underestimate, you know, they look at all the kind of singing and dancing and go, oh, you know, it's great and it's fun and it's just like stand there. But it, it, it physically takes a toll on your body. And if you're not fit and healthy, yeah. th- then you you go down with illnesses a lot quicker and stuff. So it, part of it is that. Um, and part of it is I, I, it makes us feel good. You know, if I'm having yeah. a bit of a rubbish day, if I get out for a run or I do a hit session um, or do a boxing session in, at the gym or something, it just makes us feel better. Mm, yeah, me too. Yeah, it's become, it's become part of my 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 necessity you know I'm the same yeah. I get all agitated and my husband's like just go out on the bike or something go and listen to a yeah. podcast or you know go outside yeah. and it does it changes your whole mood you come back in singing you know you're all a bit jolly and it's it's yeah. so brilliant it's so and good. I don't know I don't know if you get the same thing as well like for me when I'm doing a show sometimes the next day like the adrenaline of the show makes us feel a bit groggy yeah and I find that if I get up and just do a workout it kind of shakes it off again and I feel kind of back to normal so I use it as that as well it does. Yeah, it really does, actually. You, I mean, I, 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 I've, I, early on in season one, I talked a lot about the the come downs of, you know, coming off a big show or a big tour mm. and, you know, you're, you're thrown together with a, with a group of people, however big or small, depending on yeah. the show. You become that kind of unconventional family and then suddenly you're ripped away from them and that, that kind of come down period. I mean, yeah. you must have experienced that on 
all the time. Yeah. What do you you can't. You kind of get into that role, don't you? You get into that role of just like being around everyone and kind of constantly packing a suitcase and you know mm. where you're going the next week. And then I had it last year. I, I, did, I finished a musical I was doing, Club Tropicana, and I finished in the um, the August. And it was a really, it was a really physically demanding show, not so much vocally, but it was all physical movement and physical mm. comedy. And I, I got home on on the on the last day. I came home um, and I sat in the garden and I had a few um, gins with some family and friends and I just after about three or four I just burst out crying and I could absolutely <laughs> I mean, was that the gin or <laughs> <laughs> no but absolutely just nothing wrong but it was I think it was just my body just physically going and relax yeah. you're done now yeah. um, and, and everyone was like what's wrong and I was like there's nothing wrong I'm just tired <laughs> yeah yeah and you do you, a lot of people get sick don't they once they've finished or towards the end of a contract because they, their body just shuts down and, and yeah. allows them to relax and, and it's, it's crucial time I love yeah. that love that that you just sobbed yeah um, I mean I want to talk about your musicals a, a bit later because I want you know obviously Joseph and and it came at, um, slightly later in your career so I do yeah. want to talk about that I want to know I mean everybody obviously you came onto our screens uh, an X Factor and suddenly everybody yeah. knew who you were who you were before that where did where did it come from where was the where was the the trigger where was the passion was it to be on stage was it were you looking for a musical career were you or did you want to be a pop star what um, where did I, it come I, from I would say I always wanted to be a solo artist first that was like that was my ultimate dream um so I did go to performing arts college and I kind of did a bit of everything uh but I was I wanted to be a solo singer um which is why I went in X Factor um I always loved musicals I loved going to watch them and I loved kind of I, I love the feeling that you get seeing a cast and it, like an ensemble performance. Mm. I loved all of that. But um, I never thought I would do it because I always didn't really think I could, I didn't really think I could act. I didn't really think it was, I, I was always really good at doing impressions as a kid, but in terms of standing up and, and kind of doing an acting piece was yeah. terrifying, Ter- as was singing, to be honest. I was quite a late performer in terms of, I didn't really do anything until I was about 14. You know, like most people would say, um, I wanted to be it from day one. Yeah, I was yeah, terrified. Yeah. I was terrified to stand up in front of people, and then um, obviously went on X Factor. And then you, for the, I mean, to be honest with you, from from coming off the show in day one of um, d- d- like the day after the show finished, I had musical theatre opportunities, like literally mm. landing on the doorstep yeah, left, that. right, and centre. But I um. I, I I I didn't have the confidence to kind of step into that arena. I was kind of a bit like. I'm not even established as a solo singer yet. Um, yes, everybody knows who I am, but I, I kind of want to establish myself first before I then enter another mm, arena yeah. of criticism. So yeah. it was that was why it kind of happened later on, I suppose. Because you were young, weren't you? To, to go into X Factor, you were you were a baby. I mean, the pressure turned, of that show must have been yeah. crazy. Well, yeah. I mean, now I think. Well, I turned eighteen on the show. Um, and uh, so I, when I auditioned, I was 17. And then as the, as we got through into the summer, I turned 18. Um, and now when I think back now, I, I think if I went and auditioned for it now, I would be a gibbering heap. Like, yeah. I think me, me naivety and, and me age actually helped us because I was naive. Yeah, yeah. I was able to cope with it a bit better because I didn't pick up on some of the things that were going on around us. And also I didn't pick up on how brutal the industry can be and then yeah. by the time I picked up on that I was already in it so I was yeah. kind of like 
okay, I now just have to deal with that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I, I we we spoke to um to Kimberly Walsh again early on in season one. Yeah. She, she again, she's a friend of mine, so we chatted about various things beforehand. But similar thing, you know, she because she was so young, and it was it exactly that. She said, I just didn't. You kind of just do it when you're younger. You don't yeah. even think about the gravitas of but it. I, yeah, and I think also the thing is, is which Kimberly will have gone through the same thing coming off the same show, and obviously you kind of get launched into that kind of manufactured pop cycle um, yeah. automatically as soon as you come off one of those reality TV shows. And you kind of just get, you get thrown down this avenue of this formula that, that they think works for everyone, and it doesn't. Um, yeah. But once you're in it, you're kind of on the treadmill of work that you don't actually have a lot of time to kind of go oh my God, what's going on? Because yeah. as you're doing it, that you're already kind of, you're in a car on the way to the next thing. Yeah, um, so yeah. I think for the, I, I, I did a, um, a 10 year kind of celebration thing last year, sit down interview and going over the years. And, and we looked back on, on all of the, the 10 years of my career. Mm-hmm. And I said, if I look at the clips of the first three years of my career, you can just see it in my eyes. Like I'm, I, I felt like I was just like a ping pong ball, just bouncing off a load of walls. Just yeah. literally bang, bang, bang. Next thing, next thing, next thing, and um, and then all of a sudden it was like four years later, and you're like, "What the hell happened? What has this happened? Yeah, you, yeah. Don't, you don't have time to appreciate it or, re- no. or take a minute to go. This is incredible, you know. Yeah. So I'm performing every night on Saturday night primetime telly, and or yeah. you know, doing then the performance that that came after that. Do you, so you know your I guess your dream to be a solo artist then obviously came true you 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 were on yeah. the show it was a massive deal you get the album deal I mean how was that then because it, it, X Factor is a massive machine you know there yeah. is it, it, we know we know it's it's a television program and then it's the after bit that's important then for the artist however the show as such they're on to the next show you know it yeah. it's it, it, <sighs> How was that? Because you, you, what it sees, you know, as a as a as a punter sat at home, you know, as we all sit there and we're all judges and we're all, yeah, you, we all have our opinion. To then, to then see what's next for you is is hard, you know, because it, 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 almost your dreams come true. You you become you get an album deal, yeah. But was it all the expect or was it all the dream that you had? You know, did it all oh, come I mean, true? Yeah, I mean, you know, when I've done. I've done everything and more that I wanted to do and still and still get to do it 11 years later, which is incredible. Yeah. But I think for the first, I remember, um, I'll never forget it now, because at the time I thought, what I, at the time I thought, what is she talking about? I'd just won the show and Danny Minogue grabbed us in the corridor after the, after the final and she went, congratulations, like you're an absolute worthy winner. Like, you know, obviously I wasn't in her category and, but she was like, I, she was like, to be honest with you, you know, you know how she was always a huge fan of mine Support, on the show, and, yeah, and really was. championed us. Um, and she grabbed us and she went, "Congratulations!" Like, enjoy every minute. And, she, and yeah. as she grabbed us, she whispered in me ear, and she was like, "The real hard work starts now." And I remember yeah. thinking, I remember being physically exhausted from the live shows, thinking, "Yeah, yeah. nothing is going to be as hard as." Um, as, what you've as just been through. What I've just done. But mm. it is, you know, and it is hard because what happens is, um, you know, you're, you're kind of shot out of this canon, canon and everybody knows who you are, inst- mm-hmm. you know, instantly. Um, and it's not, it's physically impossible to keep that momentum at all times. It's physically impossible yeah. because you're not on prime television every Saturday mm. night. And, I, and, and to be fair, 
I grasped that quite quickly. Whereas I think a lot of other people, they, they, they start chasing the wrong things to try and keep that momentum. And nobody will ever be able to do that. Yeah. It's just not physically possible. You might be able to do that for five years. But, you know, if you look at if you look at the biggest superstars in the world, they have ebbs and flows in their career. And mm. it's important. It's important to grasp that early on. And, and I was lucky. Mm. Yeah. And I was lucky that I had family members around that were like, listen, you just keep your head down. You do you. Like, you know, do what you want to do. Don't chase the, don't chase the fame. So yeah, I've yeah. never, I've never really done that. You know, I've always understood that it's there. Um, so because I had that mentality from the beginning, I think it was a lot easier in terms of when Psycho dropped us and when I was changing management and there was a lot of kind of the horrible industry side of things that people don't get to see going on. Mm. I was able to kind of just walk away from all of that and go, okay, fine. What's the next thing? Yeah. What's the next project? So it was, I mean, it was a learning curve and it was at times you think, oh my God, give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> but but now, now when I sit, now when I sit here now, you know, and, and you know, I, I still get wonderful opportunities and I still get to do what I do. And I'm, and I'm also very in control of what I do. And it's not dictated to us. I kind of think I wouldn't be in this position now had that all have not happened. So yeah. I don't look at it as a negative thing. Mm, absolutely. And you've got, like you say, you've got a real supportive network around you, your family, your your agents, you know, all those people that, you know, you're very tight with. They all tour with you. And it's, it's, yeah. it's amazing because I, I think... I think it's underestimated how important that is, you know, and that yeah. those of us that do have that support network, I think are the people that have longevity and have success yeah. because exactly that, you can rationalise everything, you can put it in its place and go, right, okay, this might not be working today and this might be a really a tough day, but my family are still there, I'm still me, yeah. I can still do what I do, it's just got to find another avenue and I, it's... Yeah. It's in, it's and I, hugely important. And, yeah, and I think also I think it's I, I, and I do I've, I've noticed it a little bit more now. I think people are starting to talk about it. I think for a while the music industry and everything was always about kind of pretending everything was wonderful and fabulous yeah. and everything was shiny and nothing ever went wrong. And I've noticed now a lot of a, a lot of you know all level of artists talk about failure a little bit more now and kind yeah, of do, I think yeah. by talking about it doesn't make people as frightened of it, you know. And and you and you shouldn't be frightened of failure. Because I've said this before, you know, my biggest successes have come from my biggest failures. Mm. Um, and it doesn't scare me now for things to go wrong mm -hmm. because you go, OK, fine, that didn't work. Why did it not work? Let's channel the energy down another avenue. And you learn from it. Yeah, totally. We'll be right back with Joe in just a moment. But if you are enjoying the season, please subscribe and give us a review. We love to hear what you have to say about the episodes and if you're enjoying them as much as I am making them. It's been so much fun. Um, so please leave us a review. I will read out some of the reviews, actually, because they've been brilliant. So hit subscribe, hit a review. I mean, we don't mind the five stars either. <laughs> And if you haven't checked out our other episodes, hit uh, subscribe and you can go back and check out the past people that I've interviewed and chatted to because there's some amazing chats in there, I promise you. Okay, so let's go back to Jo. It's, is, it, is it different for you now because straight away leaving the show, you know, you are contracted and there's certain boxes you have to tick and, and directions you have to go in. Do you... Is it nice to have to control now and to choose, have a little bit more of choice what you want to do, when you want to do it? Has that changed dramatically? 
I mean, it changed quite quickly for me because when when on when when Psycho dropped me after my first album, it kind of made the contract I could leave the management company that was kind of all assigned. You're given everything when you leave the show, and I didn't like that because I was like, when you're given something that's so intrinsically linked, then there's obviously a conflict of interest. Mm. Um, so I got out of that. So I was with them for about a year, and I got out of it all, and and I, pretty much straight after that. So about two years into my career, I was quite in control then because I just mm. I got rid of everybody that was associated with the X Factor. Um, and, you know, and some people, it wasn't through anything of any wrongdoing or anything. It was just like, I want a clean slate. I want to choose yeah. the people that I want to work with. Yeah. So um, so it's been like that now for me for about, probably about eight years. Mm. Um, and, and and I'm very careful about what I sign up to do. I'm very careful about how long I sign up to do something. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I always say that to people, you know, I talk to young performers and they go, oh, I'm going to sign this contract and it's going to last three years. And I always go, remember... Remember, you feel great about it now. You might not feel great about it in six months' time. Don't try and try and not sign anything longer than six months. Yeah, that's yeah. always my rule because I think you know things change and it's a tough they business do, yeah. and people do turn on you. You know, you and you have mm. to be you have to be aware of that. Yeah, it's. I mean, your journey's been amazing, actually, and we've we've watched it. You know, it, you've been very much in the public eye for 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 a long time. Um, do do you find it because you're recognizable do you find it difficult sometimes when you want to just go i don't you know i don't want to be recognized or do you or you know you're you're very open and lovely that you will chat to anybody and yeah. you're very kind and you know you're very respectful of your platform and your your career but is there a time when you go actually it's a bit much and i'm getting a it's a bit too much um exposure and and i just want to go down my local shop and i just want to go and you I think, know, or, um, or do you just embrace it? I mean, I do embrace it, and I do believe that you know, we, I chose this job, and if at the minute I don't like it, or, or that, or that side of it is testing or trying, then it's my choice to either take myself out of that or not. You know, it's, yeah. you can't, you can't. I, I do agree, it's not a sw- it's not a light switch kind of job where you can go, yeah. okay, that's I don't want that now. You know, because yeah. you can't, you can't expect people to invest in you and follow you and and kind of you know support you and then turn around and be like actually I don't want to deal with that today I don't um, want to do that today yeah yeah, yeah. I, that's yeah. always my view I, the only time I do find it hard is if if um if I'm unwell or if something oh, in my personal sad. life is going mm. on is is trying to kind of pretend everything's all right you know yes and, it's hard but then, that. Um, yeah but but I, I, again you know like you just said before I, I'm lucky that I do have good friends and family and um and I, I kind of just take myself off for a couple of days, count the ten, cool off, and yeah. and I can kind of face it again. Go camping. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Put my Superman suit on and just yeah. go in a few lakes, and off we go. Talk Shake to me off. about. Um, you had a bit of a of a of a change when you did Pop Star to Opera Star, and you were so brilliant on it. And mm. on my, you know what I love about your shows now is that you can sing or you can sing so many different things. When you, you know, you do so much you do a lot of pop stuff and some show stuff and then you bang out a proper opera standard and it blows people away and you do it properly you know you're it's serious and it's <laughs> so brilliant was when pop star to opera star came was was it a challenge was it difficult oh. or had had you had any training in the past and, and how was it 
We had so we had a little bit of training on on X Factor with the vocal coaches. Yeah. Um, that was my first kind of official vocal coaching. Um, and then Pop Star came along, and to be honest with you, I thought it was going to be a joke. I thought everybody will think it's hilarious that I'm trying to sing opera. And then we got in there on the first day, and they kind of said, "Right, forget everything you've learned as a singer. We're almost going to teach you how to sing again." Which wow. you can imagine, as a singer already, I was thinking it's frightening. Yeah, and they were, and I, I was standing in the room, and they're like, "No, wrong, wrong, wrong," and they broke it right back down because their method was is you can you can already sing in a pop style, mm. so all we're going to do now is we're going to give you the operatic kind of technique and breathing and everything, which to be fair is just the proper way of singing. Really, is what every <laughs> but it is it's what everybody should do. Really, yeah, yeah, um, and using your diaphragm properly and everything like that, and releasing the jaw tension and. Um, and yeah, they they kind of built it back up and and give me this technique, which I do use in pop singing as well. Um, it did come quite naturally to us. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the coaches actually said, he said, you know, if you went to actual, I don't know what what opera school, opera training, like a yeah, proper music yeah. college, he said you could actually officially train and you could become a. But it would take like ten years or something, and I, I haven't got the time. <laughs> <laughs> but. Um, but he did say that. He said you've got a natural you've got a natural resonant sound that that most opera singers like like would kill for. Mm. Um and uh so yeah, it, it was hard though. I mean, we sang for like 4 hours every day. It was like going to the gym. Um, yeah, yeah. And 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 they would you would get like three lines to a song and they'd be like, "Stop, start again." <gasps> it was brutal. That's um, harsh. Yeah, and uh but honestly, that, I mean, I could not have paid for that kind of training. Mm. I, I mean, I wouldn't even like to think how much that would have cost if you had to pay for it as yeah. a tuition. And I got paid to go on the show. It was great experience. And, I, you know, I came out with a whole brand new repertoire, which was amazing. Oh, it's great. It's fantastic. And, and I guess that serves you as well, that having... Having that training has yeah. served you has served you to have a bit of longevity when you do other stuff. Yeah, and if I'm ever tired, vocally tired and stuff, or I'm really struggling, I, I literally, I, I've learned now I can flick into that technique instantly, almost, you know, um, and it saves me voice. You know, it 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 really is a valuable like it's. I mean, it saved Skill. us so many times on the road. Yeah, because you're, I mean, when you tour as yourself, I mean, you do full on tours, you do a lot of dates mm. in, a, in, a, in a good few months and you, you really work hard. I mean, having to get through that, you know, and sing all of that and there's no, there's no understudy, you know, it's not like no, a show. I want to no. you know, talk to you about your musicals, but yeah. it's you. People are coming to see you. Yeah. I mean, how, how have you got through that? Have you had any moments where you've had to cancel a show? Have you had, it's a lot. You put a lot of pressure yeah. on yourself. I've only, I've only really had, to, like, I, I probably could count on one hand, like, I've, how many times I've had to cancel, like, at the ninth hour. Um, you know, maybe once because I, I think I once had like a, a really bad throat infection, mm. and the other t- I think maybe only two or three times actually. Um, and the other time I had food poisoning, and I just was I could not stop being sick. Yeah. But I cancelled the matinee, and then I had two shows in a day. I cancelled the matinee concert, and I went in on the nighttime and did the nighttime one. Wow. And and I'd, I sometimes, like we said before, sometimes. If you were just sitting at home, you can't even move from your sofa to go to the toilet or to mm. make yourself a cup of tea. But sometimes just in the moment, the body is an amazing thing and it just somehow happens. Like Dr. Theatre comes. Yeah, like, <laughs> the minute that, you know, I, 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 and, and over the years I've been stood side of stage and thinking, 
I have no idea what is going to come out of my mouth tonight. Like <laughs> we've, we've been there. Yeah, we've oh. all been there. You know, oh. we've all, and you just think, and then all of a sudden, the lights come on, the music starts, and then before you know it, you're you're taking your bow at the end of the show, and you mm. think, how the hell did I just do that? Um, so I've learned to trust me body. I've learned yeah. to trust me voice, and I, like I said just there, I, I am. I, I know the techniques. I've I, I've learned me craft, and I know. I've learned to just when I'm stood there having that moment. I think you're you're an experienced performer now. You can do this, do and it, if you yeah. and if you get on stage and there's a stumbling block, you know all of the alternatives that you can do. That's Trust it. yourself, um, and 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 because sometimes it's mind over matter as well. Oh, isn't um, it? yeah. But I do also like when I'm when I'm doing a musical theatre show or if I'm doing a pant or something, and I'm not on stage for the full two hours. You know, I will go out and socialise and I'll do me things and, mm. and kind of have drinks after and catch up with people. When I do my shows, I do, I literally live like a nun. Like yeah, I, you have to. Yeah, I get off the stage, I do stage door. Sometimes I don't if, I, if I'm really being strict, if I know that I'm struggling um, and I go to bed and then I mm. get up, I do a workout and I literally that whole day is living for that show. And it is mm. tough at times, but I'd rather do that than feel, un, you know, like not ready. Yeah, yeah. It is a different discipline, isn't it? You know, I haven't done the length of solo tours that you have, but it is a very different discipline having to suddenly sing for two hours and it's just yeah. you and night after night after night. And it's it, there's a freedom that you can change songs maybe yeah. and, and move around the melodies and, and change it up a little bit. Um, but it's still a lot, you know, it's... Yeah. So, which leads me to your musicals, because you came... Musicals is, is a relatively new thing for you. It's been, yeah. like, the last few years. And yeah. was it a conscious decision to suddenly go, right, I'm going to... I mean, the perfect musical came up, and you did Josie. Yeah. And was it a conscious thing to go, all right, now now the time is, is, is ready. It's the right time to try a musical. And it's like a lot of people think that... People have come from other um, disciplines, like if they've been on a sitcom or they, yeah. or the, the, you know, um, uh, a music star. You know, that to suddenly do theatre is a very different discipline. However, like I say, you toured as yourself and done. You sang for two hours a night, so strengthened um, and uh, what am I going to say? Stamina. Not, Stamina, I think yeah. very much, was, wasn't going to be an issue for you yeah. because you were going to be able to nail eight shows a week. I mean, it's probably easier than doing your shows, but it's a, it's a very different platform. Yeah. Did you, how? Why was it then that you chose to suddenly do a musical? And what well, was it I about did, Joseph? I'd done a few, like, one-off things, and I did, a, um, I did like, a one-night concert at the Prince Edward Theatre in London of Tommy, the rock opera, yeah. um, and, and I think I was about 2012, um, and then I got asked to go back and do um, it again with a, a different production company. And we did it at the Winter Gardens Blackpool for three weeks. And during the rehearsals nice. of that... It's a nice yeah, theatre. Oh, it's <laughs> beautiful. Um, and that was a really kind of dark and heavy show. And I really had to get into the character and I, I really had to play a role, um, you know. Um, so in the rehearsals of that, I was having a great time. And I was like, oh, this is really different. And... And I was like, this is a challenge, but in a good way. Yeah. Um, I got, I'd been offered Joseph a few times and I'd said no the first, first couple of times because I just didn't feel ready. I didn't feel confident enough, if I'm completely honest. I was like, oh, I think people will think I'm rubbish. Um, and I think they just caught us at the right time. They came, they, they contacted me management and said, would love them to do the two next year. Can we have a meeting? And I think I was just in the right frame of mind. Mm. Um, 
And so I went in for a meeting and they offered me the role and said, we'd love him to do it. Um, we think he's perfect. And I was still a little bit sceptical. Um, and it was David who looked after me and he said, listen, Joe, he said, I'll never, ever force you to do anything. And he said, you know me, I always listen to you. I go on your, I go on your he's scene. Great. He's yeah. wonderful. And um, he said, but I really think you would be missing an opportunity here if you turned this down. He said, I'm going to fight you on it. Um, it's totally your decision, but I really, really think you should consider this because I think you'd be, it's a perfect thing for you. It's a perfect audience for you. And I said, all right, I'll tell you what. I said, I'll do six months. I'll sign up for six months. <laughs> the magical six months. No yeah. longer than six months. And, uh, I said, all right, I'll try it. And I remember I got there on the first day and I had the, not not in front of anyone, but I went home on the night time. I had the biggest meltdown ever. I was like, <laughs> oh my God, everybody's going to hate us. I'm going to be so rubbish at this. And, you know, as we all do, we've all done that. Yeah, oh gosh, yeah. Um, and uh, and then I just fell in love with the show after the first night. It, yeah, I mean, you have it all the time and you probably have this. I have this every single time and you would think I would have learned by now. <laughs> um, you, 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 do, you have the meltdown of all meltdowns in rehearsals, yeah. thinking that everybody's going to hate you and you're going to be rubbish. And then yeah. you do the first night, the audience love it and you get a great reaction. And you're like, oh, okay, <laughs> this isn't too bad after all. Um, so that happened. And then um, I ended up staying with the show on and off for about three years. I went off and did my own stuff and went back. And... Um, and yeah, I think it kind of solidified that thing like what you were saying before. I think people came to see the show and they, they kind of saw that, and I don't want this to sound arrogant, but they saw that it wasn't just uh, another X Factor singer being plonked mm-hmm. into a show to sell tickets. Yeah. Um, and then obviously other opportunities started coming and offers and and then it's kind of, you know, I've been lucky that I've been able to flip between the two, but it wasn't a... As most things have happened over the years, it wasn't a kind of mapped out right now I'm going to go into musical yeah, theatre. Yeah, yeah. It was just that natural kind of progression. But I do love it. And it, like you said, it is a very different discipline. Yeah. Um, and it and it's completely different to doing my own show. Um, mm. And I find other parts of that much more of a challenge than other parts of the kind of solo stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I love it. I love that kind of... I feel more protected when I'm in a show. Because you're kind of hidden behind a character. You've got Part all the, the people team. around you on yeah. stage. Um, and, you know, being on on stage on your own, yes, I have my band there and I have all of the team behind the scenes that work with it. it's still about you. But you still feel vulnerable, you know. Mm. You kind of think, if anything goes wrong here, it's it's my mm. name on the door. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, and, you, and it's you that's got to pick the show up. You know, if you don't yeah. talk, no one else is going to talk, you know. Yeah. Whereas in a musical, you're right, you've got, you've got your team, you've got your co-stars. Yeah. It's, a, it's a bit different. Is that... Has that opened a door for you then? Do you see yourself doing more musicals? Yeah, I mean, um, I, I'm always, I, I'm at a point now where I, I kind of just, if it's something that I want to do and it's something that I think I can learn from and have fun and it's a bit of a challenge, then I'm like, I'm all for it. I don't really, mm. I'm not one of these people that would sit and go, oh, I would never do this, I would never do that because yeah. I've, I, the things that I never thought I would do, I've had the most fun doing. So yeah. I never say never, um, you know, before kind of, COVID attacked the whole world um <laughs> at, you know um at, there was a few kind of things flying around that I was possibly going to do and whether or not they'll happen afterwards I don't know um but yeah and I, I was considering doing more musicals so we'll we'll see what happens oh we should do one together yeah. that'd be fun oh I know so talking of challenges the jump I yes. mean I mean 
you you skied a bit, right? But you went in a bit like last minute because I think I remember talking to you about it and going, what were you thinking? <laughs> no, I've skied. I've got this. It's fine. But I, I mean, how was that? You went in last minute. Do you, was it just were you just like I'm I'm up for this. This is something different. I'm going to go for it. Because obviously the 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 accidents, the drama around the show yeah. was massive. Well, that, was... that's why I went in. So I actually, I was on a skiing holiday um, in Austria with all the family. And one of the producers who I worked with on X Factor was working on the jump. And uh, she saw on me Facebook, Instagram or something that I was in Austria. And unbeknown to me, she saw my Instagram post. And at that point in time, they'd run out of celebrities. They'd injured that many. <laughs> <laughs> And you were like, yeah, great, I'll go. Yeah, so she, so she sent us a text message and she said, I know this sounds ridiculous, but are you free for the next three weeks? I've seen you in Austria and if you're free, I'm going to call your agent. Um, so I said, yeah, I am free. She said, I think we might need you to come on the jump if you're up for it. I said, listen, speak to David um, and yeah, yeah. if I'm free, I can do it. And if not, you know, whatever. Anyways, he called us and he said... Um, do you want to do it? And I said, well, yeah. I mean, I said, I'm skiing anyways. I've got three weeks off before my tour starts. And obviously he instantly goes... Having a panic. (laughs) Don't injure yourself. (laughs) Yeah. And he said, listen, and I said, well, you know, as a a ridiculous conversation, I said, well, worst case scenario, I could do the tour sat on a chair. Um, (laughs) And he was like, and he was like, don't even joke. Um, So anyways, that night I was having me lunch on the ski holiday with my family. And that night, I was in a car down to the um, to the TV studio on the other side of Austria. God. And um, I went in for a medical at 10pm at night um, with the doctor to check I was insured for injuries. <laughs> and um, and 6am the, the next morning, I had a GoPro camera on my head and I was hurtling down a mountain doing a slalom <laughs> ski run. Um, and the rest <laughs> is history. But, uh, I mean, it was... <laughs> The skiing part of it was the easiest part. It was the it was the other things like the um the toboggan and, and skeleton run that they do on the ice trees Ooh. and everything. Some of it was terrifying. Um I bet. but I loved it. it. We all we all lived in this hotel in the middle of the mountains. Um there were some great personalities on that series. Mm. We had like Sunita, Amy Childs, um yeah. Donald McIntyre. Um, loads of like really fun so Steve Redgrave was on there, which was yeah. incredible. Um and uh yeah, we had a blast. Like, it was really fun. Is there is there any others that you do? Like, if the jungle came calling or if you... The jungle. I'm a, we call it the jungle in our yeah. house. But, like, I'm a celeb. Or, is, there any, is there any you would like to do? Or are you just very circumstantial? What comes? I'd love to do it. I'd like to do something where you're learning something. You know, like, mm. I think with the jungle, um, with Strictly with dancing on ice, with the jump, like you're learning something. So you're not just like sitting down doing nothing. Yeah, yeah. Um, Because I think if I was something like big, I mean, never say never, you know, because I've been in, <laughs> I've said things and then you end up doing something. <laughs> but I, I, I know that mentally I would find it really hard being in the Big Brother house, Ooh, sitting would... around doing nothing. Do you know what I mean? I Whereas at least in the jungle, you've got the challenges. Yeah, Dance on ice, you're learning. But I mean, mm. the one for me I, that I really really would love to do with Strictly. I would love... Oh, yeah. I, I mean, in my head, I think that I'm Beyonce, so... <laughs> <laughs> and you are in all your posts. Well, and you move. You're, you you like a little shaky tush. Yeah, I mean, I'd, 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 I'd just love to move around and dance, so Strictly would be the, the fun one, I think. Mm. Yeah. Oh, amazing. Um, so, I mean, I could talk to you about lots of things. I mean, I could talk to you for ages, but... Um, 
is has there been a highlight has there been a moment that stands out big or small that just resonates more than maybe the rest I'm sure um, there's many but is there one that sticks out I think I have I've had little things all along the way to be honest um I think I think when you when you the first night of a project that you're doing um like the first night of a tour the first night opening night of a musical I think is always a special one I always think when you get to the end of it and you've managed to get through the whole thing and you have like little for me it's like snapshots I've learned to take little snapshots along the way now because mm. sometimes when things like we said earlier when things are happening quickly um I I always kind of take a little mental picture like sometimes yeah. I'll I'll hold that bow a little bit longer just to kind of get like go take it in yeah. remember it you know because uh, before you know it you're on to the next thing and you think you don't even have time to remember anything yeah. um I think probably the I mean obviously the biggest thing is is winning X Factor was like the kind of kickstart but then like releasing your first album mm. um is always a special thing but then the 10 year tour last year that we did I remember we did the last night of that and in my head I always thought as long as I'm still doing this in 10 years and loving it I'll be happy and then I was stood there on the last night of the tour and the audience were going crazy and you think it's 10 years later and we've celebrated 10 years it's amazing so it it changes all the time yeah has there been a a dark like a hard time a real low point that's again that's just been tougher than the rest I think I, I think just navigating I think growing up as going from a teenager to an adult whilst Mm. navigating through the industry was definitely, you know, for the first three years of my career, it was hard work. Like behind the scenes, it was hard work, not on stage, not on stage and not doing anything where I was singing. That was the easiest part. But it was like the the navigating through the business side of the industry in the first three years, I found that really difficult. Yeah. I think it was necessary. But at the time, I was like, it was like wading through treacle, you know, like mm. you get one thing sorted and then something else would happen and you'd be like, oh, for God's sake, like, I just want to sing. Yeah, I just want to yeah. stand on stage and have just fun, you know. I want to do my job, yeah, yeah. But I yeah. think now, I think now that now doing that all in the early stages and kind of having to deal with that, um, somebody once said to us years ago, they said, listen, you've had everything happen to you that can happen to somebody in the music industry, happened in the first three years. So now if it happens again and when it happens again, because it will, um, that's how the industry works, you'll know how to deal with it now. You've experienced it all. So just use it as a strength. Mm -hmm. And now, you know, I'm a lot calmer about certain situations than I used to be because of that. Yeah. You you know, you've done so much in your your period of, I mean, you've been working for for a good 10 years and it's amazing what you've what you've achieved um what's what's next for you I know you're doing a, you're, you're doing a podcast as well aren't you at the moment you're doing a little well I, well I was doing obviously the the between me and you things the That's chats it. which you came on and joined yeah yeah um and you, the, a few people said oh you know you should turn them into podcasts and things like that so possibly I mean I I love talking. I love talking mm, to people, mm. um, as you can probably tell. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, I mean, a podcast would be fun. It's just about trying to find the right kind of thing, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um. Obviously, I was supposed to be going on tour. Um. Yeah. Starting uh, today. Would it be <laughs> September? Yeah, sometime yeah. in September. <laughs> um. And uh, that's all being pushed to next year. We're going to be doing a few like outdoor gigs. Um. Starting on the twelfth of September. Oh, and, nice. Uh, um. 19th and 20th outdoor stuff but it's just at the minute at, for, at the moment and I'm, I am writing and recording 
But I think we're like everybody is. We're just trying to navigate through this crazy year, and mm-hmm. I'm quite I'm quite calm and collected about just making no plans at the moment. I think yeah. I think it's silly to make any in depth plans. So um, I I might try and get a song out. I might try and do that. Nice. Um, yeah. So uh, I'm kind of working on that at the moment, and maybe getting a single out. Um, would but again trying to get into recording studio with regulations and it's things it's all yeah so we'll yeah, see we'll it's see really hard really hard oh now i can't let joe go without asking him one final question that i ask all my special guests if you could look back on your 20 year old self and give yourself a piece of advice that you've been given or you would give what would it be how to keep calm and carry on i would just say don't panic because in the end <laughs> It will always be okay. Don't panic. <laughs> yeah, it will, in the end, it will always be okay. No matter how hard it seems at the time, you'll look back in three or four years and you'll think, actually, that really didn't matter. Mm, I love that. That's brilliant. What a brilliant way to end. Well, I can't, you know, I hope we get to do something again together soon. because We that definitely be will. We brilliant. Definitely will. And uh, yeah, thank you so much for giving up your time. All the best Pleasure. with whatever you're, you're single and your podcast and whatever else you're working on. And uh, I'll see you very soon. Thank you. Thank, thank you. Thank you. you. Mm. Thanks for having us. Well, that's it for another episode. Oh my goodness, they go so fast. Well, keep checking out Joe on his live streams. And I think he's cooking now. <laughs> which is amazing keep going joe you're brilliant thank you so much for coming on the show thanks to martin for our who's my producer he's brilliant he puts all these together he's absolutely amazing and of course thank you to you the listeners if you want to check out my website www.kerryellis.com there's a few little goodies on there there's my feels like home album there's a few keep calm carry on pins but most importantly there's a new Christmas song. One beautiful Christmas day. Go check it out. Download it. Tell your friends. And let's have a very Kerry Christmas. I'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye bye.